0: The Mitchell's Front Page podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, the Monday Sports Panel. Peter is in the studio. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Very well, thank you, Mitchell. on what uh, is now a day-by-day proposition with our AFL?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, this time last week we uh, thought things were looking pretty Mm. good and we didn't even know about these removalists and we could have played all the games we wanted here in Victoria. Mm. And uh, now the fixture for the weekend is in a lot of jeopardy and I've seen them trying to run different calculations around how the last few games of the year are going to work. And they may be shuffling things around and different venues, it's all on the table. But my concern, and I said this earlier in the program, is why can't Geelong play Richmond here in Geelong? It's our home game. If there's no crowd, there's really no excuses. Um, what's the point of spending, and I say this all the time and people probably get sick of it, but what's the point of spending all this money on a stadium here if we
0: can't even use it? true, I agree with that, there's no reason I wouldn't think why uh, why the game couldn't be played down here for sure.
1: Bucket is on the line, Bucket how are you and what do you think? Oh, I'm
2: really good yeah, yeah. Peter, I'm anyway, really right. concerned with the way football's going. Yeah, you know, that, uh, well, it was what happened in Sydney last night, gee whiz that was really, you yeah, know, it wasn't necessary surely, you know, like, like mm. if there's uh, problems, you know, with the players and that, with the virus you know, uh, and everything like that, you're like, you close a whole lot down, you don't do
0: Bits and pieces all the time, I think No, well as uh, Mitchell has just pointed out That Josh Dunkley, he said Has now been stood down for 14 days Yep, so
1: he's been forced into home quarantine after having attended a T1 exposure site. His mandatory quarantine period begins from when he first visited the site, which was July the 14th. So um, I'm assuming he's back on the 28th. got no idea what that means for the fixture because no one knows what day each game's going to be this weekend, let alone on July the 28th. Um, But um, he's a big loss for the Bulldogs, isn't he? Oh, for sure.
2: Yeah, you know, like he's a uh, big, he's huge, you know, because he's one of the real prime movers in, in the side. But uh, at the same time, you know, we've got to be fair to each and every player uh, too, because basically, you know, like they're having these restrictions on them. Uh, they catch the virus, and that that means that they can't go out anywhere. Not even go and get a pancake.
0: Yeah, well, it will be interesting if there's a couple of more like Toby Green's already now because um, of the tier one. He's He's got 14 days. So will the AFL go, well, we had that weekend up our sleeve after the last home and away. Do we just bring that forward? and at least give the players that's, um, you know, it's, it's one less game that they will miss. So it will be very interesting to see what happens in the next 24 hours. And uh, they were able to suspend the competition for, was it
1: a month in 2020? Mm. So yeah. on paper, if this gets bad and more players go into isolation, there's no reason why they couldn't suspend the competition to give it time to clear. The problem is there's no guarantee that by September things will be any better than what they are now. And mm. John Aaron uh, this morning before 10 was talking about we want to play the grand final in Melbourne and don't want and lose it to another state? Well, certainly no guarantees that that will happen. And uh, no. even if we could play it here, could we have a crowd? I mean, you just don't know. Mm. It's uh, all up yeah. in the air. But
2: well, one thing that John Aaron's here I should remember, the, the grand final was played in Brisbane last year and it went down really well too, didn't it? The, the, yeah, that's right. A percent, isn't
1: it? Don't say that. No, <laughs> Especially no. saying it was terrible and we <laughs> want it back at the MCG. <laughs> Um, well let's go through some of these games and I don't know maybe try and look into our crystal ball at the end as to where things might be for next week but starting off with uh, the Dockers and Geelong on the Thursday night there at Optus Stadium and they were able to have a crowd and it was a very passionate Dockers crowd there as always although I think it was only for the first half and then a lot of them left I was watching on TV (laughs)
0: What did you think of that one? I was impressed with uh, with Geelong. I just thought that they uh, they're again building along very nicely. But Freo looked very flat for a for a game that um, you know a lot depended on for them. Uh, they're now in 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 amongst the pack now for the finals. So, but um, no, all good with Geelong. I thought uh, it was very um a very uh, even performance. I think
1: especially with no Cameron and no Rowan as yeah, well. Bucket.
2: Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see how Geelong go because basically, you know, they're, they're going along very, very nicely. They've won their last three. You know, they're, they're basically each and every game they've had great moments in them, you know, when, they, when they've performed really well. On the other hand, Fremantle, I, I think they got sort of lost in, in the mix-up of things there the other day, and they looked very, very ordinary, I thought.
0: Yeah, and look, they've got a fairly tough run home. They've, they've got Richmond, Brisbane and West Coast to come, so I really cannot see them... Uh, Playing uh, playing finals, but very interesting too on the Cats. I see where there's 17 players that uh, are out of contract at the end of this year. That's a 17. Lot. Yeah. Mm. I think they've
1: signed Selwood again. I don't yeah, know if he was that might be 17. 16,
0: that might be now 16, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, a that's lot a, isn't isn't it?
2: It? Yeah,
1: interesting. I suppose that's just timing for you. Hmm. Um, moving on to Metricon Stadium, and a bit of a surprise win there by the Tigers against the Lions.
2: Yes, when you look at the Brisbane side by, like you didn't they t- return to their very best with big man Kervis in the rock and roll, six goals and things like that? Brisbane, on the other hand, I'm very, very disappointed with the way the Brisbane side has going. There's times they show, you know, like real prime stuff, and then the you know, next week they just fall right away. And you know, I just wonder why this is happening all, all, all the time. And and uh, gee, they've got to do, they've got to do something about because they've already lost the six games this season. And they've got to start, you know. Been a bit more more urgent about things,
0: I think. Yeah, well, it's not a normal Chris um, Fagan coach side, but I think when they kicked that first goal in the third quarter, Bucket and Mitchell, I, I think they might have sat back a fraction because they certainly didn't work hard enough in that third quarter, and and Richmond took it right up to them. And there was a, a number of footages that they showed yesterday on one of the uh, football shows, and it did it did uh, clearly show uh, Brisbane, uh, yeah, not 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 working hard. So. Um, but Richmond, I, I tell you what, if it hadn't been for the loss of Dusty, do you reckon they, they, could, they would have probably nearly finished? I reckon they'd finish in the eight, but it'd be interesting to see how they go the next few weeks without uh, without the great footballer and Dusty Martin. So many injuries now for Richmond you're, really you're piling too. up. But you're right about man Curvis Bucket. When he's in that side, he makes a big difference. to Marvel Stadium and I watched this game on the TV
1: and uh, St Kilda and Port Adelaide must be so frustrating as a St Kilda supporter because they made so many mistakes in that last quarter when there was opportunities there for them to win that game
2: Yes, mm. when you look at the St Kilda side, they fell over like bowling pins, by <laughs> Yeah, and they're basically they're doing—they've been doing it that ever since they opened their doors. You know, they've never been—they've ne- never learnt the art of winning. On the other, on the other hand, Port Adelaide—they they stuck to it all day. Yeah, they—you know—it they, you know, was a real grind for, them, but they—they they got there at the end. And gee whiz, I, I think at the end, I think the Port Adelaide side fully deserved. And I think you know, it's so, somewhere along the line, St Kilda have got to change their way of thinking.
0: I think. Oh, look, I agree, it's just a typical 2021 20, uh, St. Kilda side, but interesting to see just very quickly their shots at goal are uh, in their um, percentage strike rate. 2017, 45%. 43% in 2018. 42% 2019. can see a big drop-off coming. The 49% in 2020 was the most yeah. accurate they were, and this year they're back to 43%. Mm. You're not going to win every game if, you, if that's your accuracy in front of goal.
1: Well, I know they were talking a lot about that on the TV. St Kilda's uh, set shots, and mm. that was, I think, yeah. what perhaps let them down in that last yeah, quarter.
0: For sure.
1: Uh, so they've got to get that part of their game, you would think, sorted out. Moving on to Metricon Stadium, and a one-point sorry, 11-point win to the Western and Bulldogs over the Suns.
2: Peter, we've said it often before about this Bulldog side, they're well prepared aren't they and then, but basically when you see four players in the side who have a, a total of uh, you know, each of uh, 30 or more mm. persons, that tells you that side's really switched on and they playing really well and basically they, they brought a young guy into the side in the last two weeks, he's performed alright and I you know, like that, that sort of form I, I think he'll hold his place in the side, Gold Coast, why do like in, in the future the signs there looking, looking okay and I think we'll be yeah, for a long, long time we saw a lot of those Gulf Coast sons. you know, go on and be very, very good
0: players, I think. Yeah, and so they wasted a few opportunities too, but Bonham Pally again, uh, just going along nicely. He's got to be, well, his favourite for the though now, so he would, another good game. So he's an important cog in that side, but uh, yeah, just did what they had to, the bullies.
1: Over to the MCG, and I know Dennis was not very happy about this. Facebook is to be believed, a draw between Melbourne and Hawthorne
0: why
2: does Melbourne you know, come up with these lapses during a game and basically in basic games to, you know, which they should put away and put put away easily so disappointing but they come away with the two points there. That, that two points at the end of the day, at the end of the season might be really, really of great value, it would have been better than losing the four, four points I think
0: Oh well, well, look for sure, Look, one of the theories with Melbourne is with, with the top sides the top sides are prepared to take them on and if you allow Melbourne to have a, a free Flowing game, they can they can get over the top of you no problems at all, and I think that's what the opposition top sides have been trying. Whereas the bottom sides have been trying to bottle them up. And when you do bottle them up, Melbourne they tend to uh, they lose that uh, that that game plan and and they seem to be thrown into disarray. No one seems, apart from Maxi to be able to stand up and really um, take it by the by the throat again. So hot and cold. I guess the good thing for Melbourne is they're going to be playing the top sides in the finals. <laughs> mm. We said beaten, and they have to play Geelong in the last round, although that may be rescheduled depending on what happens, but uh, that is going to be, I think, a game to watch. watch yep, and uh, Hawthorne, well, who knows? I mean, if you're a punter or whatever, or you're a racehorse, they'd be swabbing you every every second <laughs> or third week.
2: Um we should be swabbing
0: Melbourne, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, both of them. Yeah. Moving
1: to yesterday's games in uh, Metricon Stadium, the Bombers get up by 18 against North Melbourne. Yes, when you look at this it, Essendon
2: side, they've been showing this sort, of, sort of form all season. You know, win, uh, eh, you know, in a mm. good way, and then get beaten, and everything like that. But by gee, they've got some wonderful f- footballers in, there, in their side, and are a the sort of side you go along and, and, and watch. On the other hand, when you look at North Melbourne, you know, uh, like you've got to say they're just a good, a good, you know, good uh, side of of uh, quality players who just put in all the time, don't they?
0: Yeah, look, there's a lot of positive signs from. North Melbourne if you're a kangaroo man you, you'll be looking forward to the next few years I think but definitely look forward if Essendon do play finals this year but next year uh, on the ball and I'm sure they'll, they'll re-sign Joke Stringer shortly and, and they've got uh, look they've got GWS Sydney Bulldogs Gold Coast and Collingwood so they'd need to win three of the last five to, uh, to possibly play finals Essendon The MCG and uh, Carlton I know you've been wanting to talk about this one for a while Pete. (laughs) Well they finally realised Bucket and Mitchell yesterday didn't they uh, in the third quarter that they can play a good brand of football gee I I went out at one stage and uh, to the kitchen came back and I thought it must have been the next quarter because every time I looked they were kicking the other way and and I could not believe uh, at times at Collingwood just from centre just kicking it backwards and then trying to run out of their defensive side they get it out of the centre and go backwards and Oh look there was no crowd there obviously and I think if it had been there would have been a lot of booze, but good on Carlton. They uh they are still and I look they play North Melbourne Saint Kilda Gold Coast in the next three games. They're a game out on and possibly got a percentage. But they're a rough chance. I think Essendon uh, Carlton and, and Richmond are the three now for that that eighth spot. But yeah, good win by Carlton, and I, I don't know with David Teague. I just you feel sorry for him at times. He looks like a one really nice bloke, and uh, and anyway, finally they decided, and it was a very emotional day for the Silvani family because you mm. would have remembered Serge. That famous well, number one.
2: Well, what is a side like Collingwood who can win plenty of the ball and do it with these at different times, and yet, like you said, they'll go backwards with the ball. Oh. Wouldn't go going, going forward with that thing? You know, 50 or 60 yard kick it'll be, it'll be a damage, more damaging.
0: Well, I would have when, when you were, you know, you were quite a number of goals up, Collingwood. I would have thought they would have just attacked and tried to put Carlton away. But um, anyway, Carlton still lived to fight another day. Good on them. Yeah.
1: Moving along to Adelaide Oval and the West Coast Eagles by 42 points over Adelaide. Not a huge surprise there, I don't think.
2: Yes, for Peter, I've got to say this. I think this West Coast Eagles are a final eight side. That's what I think about because I think they've got over their slump. they played some pretty good football yesterday and they were dominant all day, really, I thought.
0: Yeah, look, they were in Adelaide certainly in a slump and probably the worst team at the moment. But uh, West Coast, it was good just to get back into form after a couple of losses. Next two weeks, they play St Kilda-Collingwood, so uh, they could finish St Kilda's chances. So, yeah, like, yeah I'm, not, I'm not quite convinced, but they'll definitely play finals bucket, no doubt. And uh, last of all, Metricon Stadium, the double header and a win to the Swans
1: over GWS.
2: What a strange game that mm. was last night Each side had, a, had a, a Brilliant two quarters each time And and then both, those, both those occasions, yeah, the standard was high, You know really yeah, good And everything like was. that Gee, it's, it's surprising how a game can turn out Like that when there was so much on the, on the line You know for, for both sides really
0: Yeah well, I thought um, well Sydney kicked 12 The last 14 goals didn't they but yeah. I mean once I think well Matt Flynn um, for, for GWS He had a shoulder problem so he was back and forth off the ground but I think the big loss there, obviously green before the game but I think when, uh, when Kelly did the ankle that was the end and Sydney and a couple of good moves by John Long, uh, Longmire and, uh, and they just start to dominate the centre clearances and that was the difference in the end and uh, over the top they came
2: Either with John Longmore, is he now the best coach in the competition?
0: Well, I think for what he's done this year, Bucket, you'd have yeah. to rank him. I think if they did dare yeah, the coaches award at the end of the year, I think with the side he's got, and depending on how far they go in the finals, uh, but uh, gee, he must be looking forward to the next uh, three years at Sydney because they've got some really good young players that actually yeah, haven't even definitely. stepped onto the big arena.
1: Mm. So let's just look at this um, ladder because, Peter, you've been running the numbers over the weekend just to see who can finish mm. where. Um, so at the moment you've got Melbourne uh, in first spot but only half a game ahead because of that mm. draw against the Bulldogs and uh, Geelong is also snapping at their heels from third spot and then uh, Port Adelaide is a game behind and then Brisbane another game behind. So do you think the top four is just about locked in or can Brisbane still have that top four finish?
0: Yeah, I, I think Brisbane could, would be the one that possibly could... Should, uh, Leapfrog uh, Port Adelaide um, Sydney a rough chance but yeah I wouldn't close the door yet on that top four and I don't think since since 2005 I don't really know I mean um, West Coast won the um, two th- finished minor premiers in 2006 Geelong 2007 they went on and won the premiership yeah. 2010 Collingwood 13 two th- uh, was Hawthorne but no one since 2013 has won the minor premiership and won the Won the flag, so... What I'm more interested in, as opposed to the minor premiership, is uh, the top four
1: finish, because we know that gives you a double chance. I think the Bulldogs Bulldogs won it um, from outside, but is anyone
0: else? Um, No, you have to go back a while to Adelaide, I think. But I, I know, yeah, the Bullies in 2016... But, uh, yeah, I, I think the top four... You as long as you finish top four, four, although,
1: you know, it really depends as well on who finishes first and second because, mm, yeah, you know, you could true. be going over
0: to Optus Stadium if you're finishing in third or fourth, or you could be just playing at the MCG. Mm. I think whoever finishes... Look, the top four sides, I, I, I think anyway, that uh, on their given, any given day could beat each other, and I think the bottom four, four sides will be uh, very similar. I mean, uh, mm. if you try and separate... You, you know, West Coast, Essendon, or even if Richmond gets in there and uh, Sydney and whatever. So yeah, be good. it'll be a good final series, no doubt. But um, to try and pick that final eight, uh, that is the one that uh, is is very very tough. So who um, is still in the race for the final eight? So St Kilda, Fremantle, and Richmond, you think? Um, well, Essendon definitely. They're in the eight now. Yep. As I said, the GWS Sydney bullies Gold Coast and Collingwood. So those last two games, for Essendon could be very important. Richmond have Geelong. Frio, North Melbourne, so they could win those two. GWS and Hawthorne, so you'd probably give Richmond three, maybe even four. Frio, oh, I don't think can, can make it, uh, I really don't. They've got Sydney, Richmond, and Brisbane the next three weeks, and then West Coast, so they've got a really tough run. So we said St Kilda, another tough run. West Coast, Carlton, Sydney, Geelong. Uh, and then free on the end. And the Giants, I don't think now can make it. Essendon, Port, Geelong, Richmond, and Carlton. And Carlton, as I said, North Melbourne, St Kilda, Gold Coast could win the next three. And could but be right in the mix. At the
2: same time, you've got to give Carlton a real chance. That's what I'm saying, Bucket. They keep playing like, like a unit like they are. Yeah that, yeah. that type of stuff. Oh, they could but win the next yeah, 3 they That's got to be well in it. What
1: maybe helps Carlton is their percentage. So they're on 93.9%, mm-hmm. and St Kilda's only on 86.6%. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Essendon are on the... Have they got 100%? 104.5. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, they're, they're going in percentage, but... No doubt they can win their next three, Carlton, take on Port, and then had GWS in the last game. So, yeah, if they can play that brilliant brand of footy they played yesterday in the second half, uh, there's no doubt that um, uh, that they could, they could sneak into the eight.
1: We have to take another break, and we'll be back to wrap up after this. And Petty, you've got a bit of a local update, they didn't play uh, over the weekend, but there's some question marks about what the uh, rest of the season might look like, and they've got some innovative ideas by the sounds of it.
0: Well, the, the GDFL, of course, um, they've played their 11 rounds, as we know, so each side has played each other once. So. Uh, the chairman there and Neville Whitley has said that they're looking at a number of ideas. Um, and maybe if we miss another couple of weeks, one that they are just uh, tossing around at the moment is that they, they start the final series early and maybe expand the finals to uh, maybe a top six or even possibly a top eight. So that's right an here. interesting one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who knows, as I said, they've all played each other once So they've all been on even playing field so far So we'll wait and hear uh, a bit more about that Winch will see very quickly Christian Shaw has, will take over from Brendan Forsman next year He's be a, a
2: beauty of that bloke As a footballer And, yeah. and should be as, as a coach too
0: Yeah, well he's had, had a bit of a you know This year with him and he's been at North Shore We've played in premierships yeah. and at Bannockburn um, Jason Tom has got another further one year deal And he's from uh, with Leopold And then GDFL Mitch White Has got another further two years with uh, Geelong West Giants in the GDFL Is a top eight better than a final five do you think? I wouldn't mind seeing the top six, maybe, and that'll give them an extra week of, uh, of finals, at least. It's
2: surely, Werribee, yeah, it's going to be hard for Werribee, isn't it? Like with that virus, too, because yeah, it, there's a bit of signs down there,
0: not good. No, no, that's another point. I mean, look, there's so many things that could happen, so um, we've yet to hear from uh, AFL Bowen on what, what may happen with the GFL yeah. and the Ballerine.
1: So we don't admire Neville's job, who's got to look through all these options and yep.
0: work it all out? Yep, yep. He's trying to do what uh, Gill's trying to do down in Melbourne now. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, better go to the final word, Bucket.
2: Oh, I, I think yeah, with the freedom, freedom taken from, from, uh, from us, as by G, it should change our w- way of thinking about the virus. I think.
0: And Peter, yeah, I, I, yeah, I agree, Bucket, and, and I think if, if we take time just to uh, perhaps think of someone who may be on their own, may not be handling this uh, lockdown. A phone call would be very, very nice. Yeah, no, I think you're that's okay? really well said. Thank you very much to
1: both of you, Bucket. You won't be with us next week, but we'll yeah. talk to you in two weeks' time. Stay well Thanks. and uh, stay safe. And, uh, Peter, I'll talk to you next week.
0: You will, Mitchell. Thank you very much.
1: And I'll talk to everyone else out there tomorrow. Where's Jay Straight after the 11 o'clock State News.
0: The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11.